0: The fantasy football podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100. You can win $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com/winbet. That Sports Gambling Podcast dot com slash and welcome in to the fantasy football podcast presented by the sports gambling podcast network i'm your host justin bruni joining me as usual is my guy andrew rob how are we doing sir happy sunday
1: yes happy sunday week eight man it's uh it's, it's crazy how fast the uh season's flying by us but uh an- another crazy day of games um you know there were some some really good ones and then there was a few that i didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to a little little poopy, so. Uh, but let's get into the stuff.
0: I said happy Sunday. I don't know what's so happy about it. I mean, that's just like kind of <laughs> second nature for me, I guess. This is the worst fantasy week for me, period. Just the worst fantasy, worst fantasy week. I, at one point, I did not believe that I would win a single matchup out of like my 10-plus teams. Eventually, the teams that were not supposed to win decided that they wanted to win. You know, the, you know trying to tank, trying to get some draft picks for next season going. Uh, one league I purposely started Malik Willis over Jared Goff because hey, let, let's get down there, let's get that first overall draft pick. Wrong, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, the the other quarterback is Justin Fields, and I traded Matthew Stafford this week to get him on the roster because I was just like, Well, we're we'll see you later. We're heading out of this season, <laughs> like which check out, please. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just really weird. I'm, I'm I'll still be you know, whatever, second to last, but still taking another win is not ideal when you're actually trying to tank so yeah not not winning the places where i needed to win winning places where i didn't need to this week not 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 excited about week eight very excited to get to week nine and our show is going to get everybody else ready for week nine and already thinking about week nine and the rest of the season is probably what's going to get me to bed at night at least for this evening and probably tomorrow night because browns and the Bengals without jamar chase i don't know i don't I, I, i don't know
1: yeah, losing. I'm not chaser. sure.
0: What, I'm not. I'm not sure what to expect out of that game, but we'll see. We're gonna jump right into our breakdowns and our recaps of week eight. Uh, Andrew, do you want to start in London or do you want to start in Seattle? Different sides of the planet. Which end of the card would you like to start with? How it started off or how it finished so far?
1: Man, let's uh let's end the uh, the the London misery here. You know, since they had to endure. Uh, Russ and uh, Trevor Lawrence here.
0: Do you want to start with the the beginning of the card? Yeah. Yep. All right. Sounds good. So yeah, that game. I mean, yeah. I mean, Russ and Trev they they weren't ideal. They weren't uh, you know highlight clips or anything. But man, Travis Etienne, my goodness. Oh my boy. Goodness. Uh, what what did he get in the receiving game? Uh, I know he had over 150 rushing. Uh, oh, he let's... just had a, he just had a couple of catches for six yards. Okay, It yeah. wasn't Wasn't anything that nuts. But, man, 27 total touches for over 160 receiving yard, or total all-purpose yards and a touchdown. <whistles> James who? James who? Uh, I mean, it's going to be very difficult to buy ETN. I was trying to get him on my roster um multiple times the last two weeks. Uh, I actually tried to, to trade away Jerry Judy for him. Jerry Judy wound up scoring a touchdown in this game. and. Uh, I got to say, Jerry Judy's been looking pretty good the last handful of weeks. I know that people have been uh, calling on the Broncos, seeing about his availability. I feel like he might be sticking around. I feel like these past several weeks, his his cost has probably been driven up quite a bit. I would expect him to probably stick around in Denver. Definitely a target for me, though, by candidate after this game. I think that he's done enough these past several weeks. Nothing really there for me from the Jaguars in this one. Uh, What really stood out for you in this game?
1: Uh, you know, in the fantasy landscape that is tight end, uh, you know, Evan Ingram actually had a decent game, you know, four for 55 right. and a touchdown, you know, that's somebody that you could definitely pick up off the waiver wire, probably in, in, in your leagues, uh, you know, to, to, to stream potentially in, in certain mm-hmm. matchups, you know, that's somebody who stuck out to me. Uh, one thing that stuck out to me that is not good. and I'm, I'm kind of getting a little worried is a uh, Christian Kirk. I mean, he started the year off so you know doing so well so many targets and you know he's just fell off the, the, the face of the earth the past couple of weeks and it's mm-hmm. it's really starting to concern me because i have him in a lot of leagues and um, I, I know i've talked to a couple buddies that also have them and they of course you know reach out to me every week and like hey you know who, who should we play and and this has actually been a common theme is kirk you know like what do we do with him and i'm like I, I don't think you really can do anything with him, right? Like, who's going to come buy him for anything good? And you, you know, you really don't want to sit him because he is a good player. So mm-hmm. it's just it, it's very discouraging to see that he isn't that he isn't doing very well. Um, you know, you already touched on ETN. I mean, it, it's ETN season. As long as he stays healthy, and and that is a concern as well. Obviously, he got hurt last year, but um, right. you know, if he can stay healthy, he, he's just fantastic. I mean, he, he's. He's an easy, um, you know, wide receiver or I'm sorry, running back one the rest of the year. in, in my eyes, I think he sticks around somewhere mm-hmm. 10 to 14, probably, you know, rest of year. Um, so, he, you know, he's fantastic um, on the Broncos side. Russell Wilson, not good again. You know, 252, one and one. He just, he looked a little better. You know, I was watching him, um, you know, go through these reads and, you know, even mm-hmm. the announcers said about it a couple of times about, he was finally looking at his reads and, and getting rid of the ball quickly. And that's what he hasn't been doing up to this point in the season. So at least he's seems to be playing a little better, it, you know, not so much in the stat line, but he at mm-hmm. least looked a little bit more comfortable back there. So maybe moving forward, he'll be a little better. Um, <laughs> another guy that is nowhere to be found is Cortland Sutton. I mean, he to me seemed to be the guy I'm still on team Sutton. I I feel like he's a better wide receiver than Jerry Judy, but Jerry Judy and Russ now connecting a little better than Sutton and Russ. So it's a little concern, you know, concerning if you had to sell one of them, who are you more concerned about Sutton or, or Kirk?
0: Well, I think you have to be more concerned about Cortland Sutton right now, just the way that you know he's he's kind of declining. And I was actually bringing up Christian Kirk's schedule. I wanted to buy, go back into that. I think he might be a buy candidate just based on his schedule. Vegas next week, Kansas City the week after that, Baltimore, Detroit after the buy, Tennessee, Dallas after the buy. These are all teams that are in the green. You know, just like looking on the sleeper app, like as far as like matchup wise, uh, Detroit is actually the only matchup that isn't allowing like, you know, that the same amount of upside to the wide receiver position. So Raiders next week, Kansas City, Baltimore, Detroit, Tennessee, Dallas. You run into the Jets and the Houston Texans during the fantasy playoffs in week sixteen and seventeen, but I don't know. I feel like those matchups are gonna be looking looking pretty good for the passing game. Would Marvin Jones still- and Marvin Jones and Zay Jones aren't doing enough for me. And I just don't love the Broncos offense, period. I just don't want to, you know, Honestly, like Jerry Judy, right now feels like the safest a- asset uh, next to uh, Greg Dolchich.
1: Yeah, w- would you sell Judy for Kirk?
0: No, I would not. I would want Christian Kirk still.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, mean I, I agree with that.
0: the The targets have been there for for Judy, but you know, this week he still made his nut on a touchdown. Uh, I still think that Kirk, you know, being that number one guy, he doesn't have a Cortland Sutton there. Now it's really just him and ETN as far as like the offense. You'll see Zay Jones fill, you know, fill in the gaps. Marvin Jones the same. Um, who else am I forgetting down there? Uh, oh Ingram, right? Ingram, yeah, Ingram, yep. Jamichael uh, Hasty too. I think he had like seven touches total. Might just be someone to keep on, you know, on your watch list. I'm not saying that you should go out and buy him, but right now, who's going to spell ETN? Right? Like, is it going to be Snoop Connor going forward? Is it going to be Hasty? Hasty didn't look good today. But the Denver defense is, you know, very good. Like I you know, wasn't really expecting much. But I feel like in deeper formats he should be rostered. You know, otherwise there could be a week where you're just going and you're, you know, spending the whole fob bag on him for whatever guy's left over or whatever guy the Jaguars have indicated will be their guy, whether it would be a Snoop Connor or I don't even know who else is on that roster. Who else we got? I don't have another <laughs> running back to reference. Snoop and Hasty. That's it. Yeah. I, I I imagine it
1: would be one of those guys. I I picked up Either one of them in a couple of leagues, I had some, uh, you know, uh, available spots. So mm. j- just to see, Um, I do want to ask you, though, for the Denver's running backs, a- anybody you trust moving forward? I mean, both Gordon and Murray scored today. They both weren't great. You know, they averaged almost the same mm. uh, yards per carry. And, you know, I mean, do, would you start either of them? Do you trust either of them? What you know, what do we sure. do with these guys? I mean, I, I personally don't want to trust either because. I mean, I feel like it, you're not really going to be able to predict each week who's going to be the guy getting more mm. carries. And, you know, I, I kind of will stay away from it, but what's your take on that?
0: I mean, between the two, if you have one over the other, I feel like, yeah, you can start them on a fringe. You know, they're they're not an ideal play. But, you know, if you're sitting there between, you know, Latavius Murray, you know, Alec Pierce and, you know, Josh Reynolds, I would go Latavius Murray. That's the bottom of is bottom of the barrels you can get, right? You know? um so there's plenty of options where yeah i would start them similar you know comparisons like that you know but if you're sitting there looking at who would you rather start uh dame harris or either of these guys you know probably one of these mm.
1: guys yeah probably
0: yeah I and mean, and it really doesn't matter cuz like you said like they both had pretty similar usage They're both going to get used going forward because neither guy can really carry a workload. It's kind of a similar uh, situation to Chicago where, you know, if you need to fill that spot, a starting spot, either one of those running backs will do it for you, you know, and we'll get to them here in a little bit too. Um, Let's move on to the next game. we got Carolina and Atlanta. Fireworks. Great game. So much fun. Uh, Was banging the DJ Moore drum all day this morning, all day yesterday, and all day the day before that. So that was great. DJ Moore showed up for the brand, 6 for 152 in a tutty. I would say a buy target right now just based on the way that things are going. Still could get traded by a, I highly doubt that he does, but he, him and PJ Walker are looking good. They play Atlanta again in 2 weeks. Two more weeks we get this very same matchup again. Give me some DJ Moore. I think he could definitely be a, a good target in the short term, season long, you know. Who knows what's going to be, you know, be going on with this offense? Uh, If you spent the bag on Dante Foreman this week, tip of the cap, well done. Brought it home 26 for 118, three rushing touchdowns. I sold this week Dante Foreman, Chubba Hubbard, and a first for Derrick Henry. So I still feel pretty good about that, but feel pretty good about the other guy. Hey, awesome. You know, made, made the trade a little bit more fair. Um, still feel good about that don't know how much longer that you know the Dante foreman show will last i would say probably through this season but in dynasty formats he's a sell candidate for me based off of this performance uh what do you think about this running room for the uh the falcons huntley Mariota, tyler tyler algier uh who who can be trusted going forward between algier and huntley we also i think we have uh Carl patterson coming back next week too Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. CPAT comes back next week. So I don't think either of them are really going to be you know relevant moving forward. But if somebody does oh. drop them, I, I think I'd rather take Algier moving forward. Okay. I, I think he is the more complete back over Huntley. Huntley looks a little faster um, out there. But I mean, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, I, you know, they spent the draft capital on, on Algier. And I feel like, you know, they they want to get him into the mix as well, even when CPAT does come back. But I, I, I wouldn't start either sure. of them moving forward. But if I had to choose one to sit on my roster, I'd, I'd probably take Algier.
0: Mm hmm. Any big takeaways from this game? Uh, Terrace Marshall also had a pretty nice game. Super random.
1: He did, yes. Um, Kyle Pitts, welcome back to fantasy relevance. Five for eighty and a touchdown. Uh, it's funny I put that in the Discord today, and, and you know Cody Zeb replied, and you know he's like, man, he's like everyone was burying him. He's like, I, I just don't understand like why people are so. Da-. And again, like I understand why tight people end. are down on on Kyle Pitts, right? But at that, I think he's still in the top twelve of tight ends in, in fantasy points scored after this week. So I'll have to, I'll have I mean, to
0: check the math on that.
1: I, I think he's pretty close to it. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, you know, again, Kyle Pitts, it it sucks having Kyle Pitts because, you know, you, you obviously really don't want to bench him. I mean, because he is Kyle Pitts and, you know, at any given week he can have a really good game but mm-hmm. unfortunately you're going to have to take those lumps sometimes when you start him and he you know goes 1 for 13 you know like it just is what it is with Kyle Pitts and um I I do think if somebody is really worried that moving forward he's just going to continue to be mediocre like this I do mm-hmm. feel like this is probably your window to sell him to somebody potentially yep so you know if, mm-hmm. if you're in, yeah if you're inclined to do that um you probably won't do that this week um you know, I, I mean, you're
0: not doing it in dynasty formats, but in, in yeah, redraft, right. I, I think that you know now is great time. You 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 saw something, you saw some action again, just the same as you know Carolina getting Atlanta a couple weeks, going to be just the same vice versa. We should uh, have plenty of points here. Uh, let me check the matchup in between, and see what's going on, on the on the week in between. But I feel yeah. like we're going to have some really good offense still coming from the the Falcons and the, the Panthers alike here the next couple weeks.
1: Yep. Um, you know, you already touched on DJ Moore. Fantastic. It, it was boneheaded though of DJ Moore catching that long touchdown pass and taking your Mm -hmm. helmet off and, you know, having to take that penalty on the extra points, which they missed, like they could have easily won that game. Um, so I, I texted my buddy and I'm like, uh, I think DJ Moore is definitely getting traded now. Like he had a great game, but he loses the game. He wins the game for them and loses it all in the exact Mm -hmm. same play by, by doing that dumb shit and taking your helmet off. I mean, you just, you, you can't do that, right? That unfortunately, He's he's a young receiver, but he's not inexperienced, so he should have understood mm-hmm. the situation, you know, that they were in. But it it was fine. I mean, at least you feel confident, you know. At least starting him moving forward, you know that, that they might want to get him more involved. Um, I'm I'm not gonna lie; I'd love to see DJ Moore go to the Packers. I think he would be oh. lights out, awesome if he went to the Packers. So you know, we'll see. But um, I mean, outside I of that, could, I, dude,
0: I could just I could just rattle off teams though for real. Like I mean, the 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 Ravens, the Rams. Yes. The Cowboys, you know, like I, we could just go on and on where DJ Moore would fit and it would just be so much better than what it is now. And look what he's doing like that, that catch in the end zone. Oh my gosh. The stutter footwork that he got those dudes with. Like, he's just like, all right, I'm just going to settle in right here and then just whoop, see you. Oh, dude my wife was giving me a hug. I had just like, just come home for No, I was just finishing some some chores or something. And I could hear in the background, the play. And I just went like this, like, leave me alone. I have to go look. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it. I can't face it. I have to see what happens.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. Um, Yeah, honestly, I would, I'd probably sell Foreman. uh, If you can't even in redraft, I I would sell him personally. I I don't really want to trust anybody uh, on this team outside of DJ Moore. Really? Uh, I I do want to ask you though, in, in, in 12, quarter or uh, yeah in in 12 team leagues um marcus Mm -hmm. Mariota starting to become potential start for you at
0: all the the rushing floor provides a nice uh a nice safe narrative for you it's just you know there's going to be some weeks where they're they're, there he's going to make you pay for it you know just there's going to be a matchup that he runs into i was looking ahead here next week atlanta gets the chargers that would not be a game that i would necessarily want to start Mariota. but again the following week, he comes back to Carolina again. That would be a matchup that I'd be into. And also, Carolina next week gets uh, uh, Cincinnati. So that that's Good a tough. better matchup, I would say. Um, and and it's again, it's tough for me to believe that DJ Moore is going to get traded. We all hope and pray. But after these two big performances, stock is up. They're not mm-hmm. just going to let teams get off the hook for cheap on DJ Moore, especially when he's made a huge progression in just two weeks. So... I don't believe that there's going to be a team that gives up a first round pick for him. That's what he costs right now. Yeah.
1: No, I agree. Some, and that's
0: someone's going to have to give up a first and probably a third.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, and like, honestly, that's where I think the Packers could come in, right? Is they could trade Dubs or Christian Watson and also give like a second or third round pick. I think that that would do it for DJ Moore. I mean, the Panthers aren't going anywhere this year.
0: They won't do it though. I mean, yeah. like Dubs, I mean, just scored a huge touchdown yeah. in this game. Like, they're not getting rid of him. Christian Watson. No, like oh, he's finally healthy. We invested, you know, our top pick on him. You know, nope, he's staying. Like, I I don't I don't think that would happen, but we'll see. Uh just a couple of days here. It's November first, right? Tuesday. Yep. Oh well, so yeah. You Tuesday. Got, yep. Yeah. So we'll be sweating it out tomorrow, uh, on the thirty first. That uh, that's gonna be a big sweat out. I doubt that we're gonna see a ton of action, like I don't know what the time is. I'm guessing it's like noon or four PM on Tuesday. I'm not expecting, like, drama at the, like, 13th hour or anything like that. Uh, we'll see. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll be working. So if I see it, I'll see it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we got the, the Bears, my Bears, and the Cowboys. Uh, Justin Fields, career day, 151, two passing yards, or two passing yards, two passing touchdowns, uh, Rush another rushing touchdown. That's two in the past three weeks, eight for 60. That's now 230 rushing yards in the last three weeks, Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery. I kind of peeped a little bit earlier. Both are pretty much fantasy viable. Those three guys are the identity of the offense right now fields and his two running backs. Obviously they're going to mix in some stuff with the passing game. It's football, Uh, but you're not trusting, you know, Darnell Mooney any week. Yeah. He had five for 70 this week, but that this was a big game. Like this was one of the uh, bigger offensive explosions from the bears he only had five for 70. So there's definitely going to be some lows still coming for Mooney. Uh, Nikhil Harry found a touchdown pass. No, thanks. I'm not You know, spending any fob or any waiver wire interest in Nikhil Harry. It could just as likely be Dante Pettis next week. And tip of the cap to Cole Komet, who uh, busted his nut, finally scored a touchdown in the NFL. Two for 11 today, though. Again, in like 10-team leagues Anywhere where he's on the waiver wire, I'm not interested. Sorry. And I'm a Bears fan, guys. So, I mean, you can trust me. I swear. Uh, Cowboys loved what the receivers did. Five for 77 for CD and a tutty. Schultz bounced back six for 74. Love to see it. Uh, definitely a potential buy candidate if you're really getting crushed at tight end. Um, if you're facing injuries, maybe like a David Njoku, or you're just going through bye weeks the next couple of weeks with guys, whatever it is, definitely a target in my eyes. Uh, he's just healthy. That's period. And when he when he's healthy, this team, you know, needs him to be that kind of like next, you know, tier pass catcher. Michael Gallup, this is his best game of the season four for 49. If I can sell him, get him off my roster. He has not been uh good for fantasy this season. Tony Pollard smashed it in. Dak, pretty good bounce back game. But are you worried about Dak at all? He injured his non throwing thumb. Any concern there?
1: I don't think so. Um, you know, Cowboys have a good offense, so there's Really not too much to, to worry about. I mean, non-throwing hand, it's mm-hmm. not something I'm, I'm really going to worry about. Um, and, you know, As a Washington fan, I wish it was a throwing hand, but that's here, here or there. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I have to ask the question, man, because uh, I think this is going to be a big topic. But uh, Zeke, Tony Pollard, they can't play Zeke again, can they? <laughs> they, they I, mean, I mean, come on, man. What else does this do? What are they going to pay you? him
0: to do? Is he going to start doing commercials the for bench. the team? You just Ride the bench. That, yeah, you know how much money he's making? <laughs> yeah, well, you cannot, ga- bro. You cannot pay him his game check. You cannot pay <laughs> you him sure his game check can. to sit on the sideline.
1: <laughs> they need to get like this. This showed you. fourteen carries, one hundred and thirty-one yards, three touchdowns. What, what I mean? What else does this man need to do? Right? Like, and as a Washington fan, I want Zeke to play Zeke much worse than Tony Pollard. I I, I just don't understand what the Cowboys are doing, and I get it that they paid him. I fully understand that, but at the same time, like sometimes you just Write bad checks, right? Like, just keep Tony Pollard in there. This they also is wrote fantastic. a bad
0: check to Michael Gallup. This yes. team is hemorrhaging money. <laughs> I, I don't yes. know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I mean, just, I was talking about this with Brad earlier. Like, looking at Gallup's stats, there's no way he's playing to his contract. And, like, okay, boohoo, the coming back from injury narrative, then why did you pay him? He's coming back from injury, and you paid him. What they did was, is and what, you know, bad ownership or bad GMs do they're paying you for your previously served time and that's what he got was like hey man you've like you've done well by us since we we, we brought you in here's a payday that's that's just not how you can you know hand around contracts in the NFL or really in any, in any major sports league uh, my not to get off too far off the beaten path here but uh, my Chicago Blackhawks they overpaid their two stars and they hemorrhaged the team for multiple years after their big runs you know just shoring up over 20% of the, the cap space. It <laughs> doesn't work in hockey, let me tell you. Um, but anyways, with Zeke and uh, with Pollard, yeah, Pollard's a better running back. We've been saying it since June. Yeah, I know. We get it. Like, But we've still seen Zeke getting a ton, a ton of work, and even in some weeks being fantasy relevant, dare I say. Yeah, they need to figure out a better way for the situation <laughs> – this for the situation to be that Zeke is spelling Pollard, but when Zeke is healthy, he's gonna get touches. He he is he is not going to have uh Pollard, you know, out touching him two to one. It's gonna be closer to a 50 50 split because they're paying him. If they're not doing that, then he's gotta get into the stands and be like, uh, free beer, free beer, free beer. <laughs> <laughs> like come on now. Like, you gotta get him to work. He can't just be sitting down. <laughs> We're paying you a lot of money. Um He's not going to get moved. Neither of them are going to get moved. They love running the ball. They they they're loving like this conservative style offense. Obviously, a little bit more uh, this week. Tip of the cap to uh, to our Brad Stickler, who you know he he dove deep. He he, w- he went into like the past three or four seasons of when uh, Dak Prescott has recorded less than two hundred twenty five passing yards with Kellen Moore as his coordinator, and he said like five out of seven times he bounced back with huge performances. We're now at six out of eight. So. Shout out to Brad for making that call. He was all over uh, Dak and the the Cowboys' offense today, and they put up damn near half a hundred points. So, yep. Shout out! Shout out to that. Um, uh, anything? Anything else from this game? Kamante Turban, he got a catch.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, great.
0: One for eleven. It's happening. <laughs> this is the beginning. Hey, Tyreek Hill had to start somewhere too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! He had um, to start. He had to start somewhere too. Special teams and two catches.
1: The only other thing is. Uh, Khalil Herbert better running back than David Montgomery? I mean, no. it, it, I don't know about
0: that. No, he
1: seems faster. Seems uh, he seems to be the better running back. I mean, the stats showed it today, and I, I, I mean, the coaching staff did come out this week and said that they want to involve Herbert more. I I think it, it's time to to change that guard. I mean, I I like David Montgomery. I think he's a good running back. I just think that Herbert is fitting the style of offense that they're playing. And you know, I honestly I, I think Herbert is a better running back currently and they just need to keep riding Herbert and let Montgomery kind of play the backup role.
0: Uh let's see the touches the touches. It
1: was 16 to 15 so it was about 50-50
0: but but then Herbert, but then if you go into the the catches David Montgomery had another 3 for 22 and Herbert wasn't used at all in the passing game. Right right no. So, so Montgomery still had more touches still relatively close on the total yardage 99 to what 70 five it's pretty uh, pretty yeah, he, yeah pretty similar still i mean yeah you're gonna see herbert having a little bit more of a an explosion we'll say off the line of scrimmage but montgomery's vision just his his movement downfield being a pass catcher being a guy that can legitimately play three down football he's you know as far as just like a, a football player i still think that he's better herbert i mean herbert's been on special teams yeah he's fast i mean he, he's he's got skills but he can still be the guy next year. Like, you know, he can take over and wind up maybe even having a better uh, run with the Bears than David Montgomery did. But right now, mm-hmm. the way it stands, like if you're running a football team, you're giving the majority of the touches to David Montgomery. Experience, trust in the red zone, three down ability. It's just all there. Is he a little bit slower than Herbert? Sure. I get that. <laughs> we got uh, Michi Goat. Michi Goat saying he's up by five, has Diggs, Higgins. Cooper, I don't think I will win. Is there a world where I get to win? What you're up by five? He has, oh no, <laughs> no, oh, you're not God gonna win, no. bud. No, yeah, you're no. it's over. Sorry, go to, go to bed, buddy. <laughs> it's it's fine. Like, and sometimes you got to do that, man. Believe me, I'm doing that in a lot of spots this week. All right, where I you know I just got to take like a handful of melatonin and hope I wake up tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> come on, like, week eight hurt me like badly. Well, what was that we'll, second?
1: What was What's the second that? question that came up there?
0: Oh, Herbert or Tua Week 9. That's a little early, pal, but probably Herbert I trust more. I don't know. I don't even know who. Oh, Herbert's playing, what, what did we say, uh, Atlanta?
1: Yeah, and, and the I, I... Uh, Dolphins are playing the Bears. I'd probably go Tua just because of how in sync he is currently right now with Josh. Waddle and Hill, personally, but
0: oh, no. I still got to go Herbert, but that's me. <laughs> yeah. He's top three quarterback. All right, moving on. Uh, Miami, Detroit. Good segue to Tua. Tua, billion yards today in Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, three hundred eighty-two passing yards, three passing touchdowns. Two to Jalen Waddle, shaking them hips. Uh, Tyree Kill still had a, an amazing day. Uh, just dead, dead wrong. Nail me to the cross now. I am done. Like I, worst take probably have ever had that Tyree Kill cannot be as good without Pat Mahomes. But I, I'm there. I know I wasn't the only one, but I'm saying it loud and proud dead wrong uh Tyreek Hill I mean right now he's on pace to be the number one wide receiver this season he's he's on pace for Cooper Cup level numbers from last year uh shout out to him I traded him this year for, for James Robinson Brandon Cooks and DJ Moore god ugh, not feeling good about that not feeling good but to be fair that was literally the night that two his fingers were like hemorrhaging you know just like just going all over sorts of different directions so Detroit, good game here. Not really too much to take away. I feel like I'm a little concerned with DeAndre Swift. Just not explosive. Feels like he should be a sell candidate. Is this more of a concern coming off of the injury, or do you agree and it's time to get him off our rosters? Redraft, Uh, of course. Redraft.
1: I'm not going to overreact to this one uh, for him because he did come back. I mean, he had, what, five catches? Yeah, five for 27 and a touchdown. I I don't think that they wanted to give him a full workload coming back from, from injury. So I. I think I'm going to give him another week to see, mm-hmm. you know, how the splits play out there. I mean, obviously Jamal Williams looks as advertised as always, right. He's, he's good around the goal line, you know, that's where they wanted to use him. So, you know, yeah. I, I'm, again, I'm not going to overreact to it. I'll give Swift another week uh, with that. Uh, Hawkinson, you know, decent day as well. Three for 80. It's not bad. Yeah, you know, it, it, it would have been nice to uh, have him get a couple more catches and, and hit that mm-hmm. hundred mark, but can't complain. You know, I mean, we all know how the, the tight end, uh, Landscape is so. Oh, Aaron Jones, big run. Uh, let's Don't see tease here.
0: Excuse me, Don't tease me.
1: <laughs> he did. Yeah, he had a nice run. Um, yeah, I mean, again, you kind of mentioned it, not a whole lot take away from the game. Everything is pretty as advertised for this game. I, I figured it was going to be a higher scoring game. Yep. Uh, Raheem Mostert again continues to be the lead back for them. You know, he he's a almost every week start. I mean, he's been pretty, pretty good. This, you know, this week a little bit down of a week for him, but overall, mm-hmm. you know, still. Still fantasy relevant. Uh, outside of that, you know, Hill Waddle, <laughs> fantastic as always. God,
0: so wrong. That that I will lose sleep over as well. That's yeah. that. It, that's
1: it is crazy for the Lions. How many players caught passes for them? I mean, it's what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, Everyone, nine, 10. 10, Ten players caught passes. Just Jared, Jared, Jared Goff, just sling the ball all around. That's crazy. Amron, uh, hey, Amron came back. If you know from being concussed came Back
0: solid, solid for 69. Nice, 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 <laughs> right on. All right, next up, we've got uh Arizona and Minnesota, another very good uh game, very entertaining. Um, Kyler Murray had all of his uh, receivers, very fantasy relevant. Zach Ertz, four for 34 in a tutty, Rondell Moore, seven for 92 in a tutty, D Hop, 12 for 159 in a touchdown. Amazing, you know, Benjamin, you know, Benjamin, a little bit of a disappointment, but if you started him. You were starting him based on a volume play. He still had, obviously, the most touches at the running back position, as well as a couple of catches, but really didn't do much. Um, really not too much to take away, for, uh, take away from this game, other than that uh, Rondell Moore should be trusted going forward, uh, for sure. Uh, if you had any concern about him, he was someone that we were you know, telling folks to start uh, on today's morning preview show, yesterday's preview show as well. Um, at the Vikings pretty much business as usual actually very similar to the Cardinals in the sense that Kirk Cousins made all of his pass catchers you know fantasy relevant Jefferson six for 98 sounds like a down a week honestly uh thielen went six for 67 that, w- that was nice to see even KJ Osborne found pay dirt. so obviously if you find the end zone you're fantasy relevant that week just two catches for eight yards though uh and Dalvin cook amazing game uh was 111 on the ground 30 in the air had five catches uh great really great game all around because uh Pretty much everybody that you were starting in fantasy did something. Like, yeah. who did you start in this game that, that that didn't that didn't bring you back a positive ROI? Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, you know, besides Eno, uh, nobody really. I mean, you shouldn't have been st- starting Dorch. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Eno still had four catches, now.
0: though. You know what I mean? Like, it's like it's four or five uh, points.
1: Yeah. It, yeah, I guess it, you're right, but. I, I, I felt like with Connor out again Eno's been pretty good like I felt like he should have had a better game than he did sure. but um sure. but yeah I mean this was one of those games it was a fantasy Bonanza everybody who started did well and uh I mean I don't really think there's anybody on either of these two teams that did well today that I wouldn't do automatic starts next week maybe outside of Thielen. again I'm I'm not a feeling mm-hmm. guy I just don't believe in Thielen. I, I right. I'm gonna tell everyone go sell him again if you can mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah I mean outside of that yeah I feel
0: good I I feel good trusting these guys especially the Cardinals guys Rondell Moore I mean you know Benjamin that's always going to be up to the you know who's available and who's healthy but people were concerned like oh Darrell Williams is coming back well yeah Darrell Williams is also really bad five for eight five carries eight rushing yards And, and two catches for six yards so all the running backs fair to say didn't have a very good game Keep in mind, Kyler Murray led the team in rushing six for 36. So, yep. Better weeks are ahead for their rushing game. Um, Next game up we've got is the Raiders and the Saints. Ick, Ick, Ick. Derek Carr, why? Like, what, what, what did I do? You know, and don't, not even what I, what did I do, Derek? What did Hunter do? What did Hunter Renfro do to you? You know what I mean? Like, what happened? Was it, or maybe it was what Derek Carr did to Hunter Renfro. Maybe it was just like, you know, just staring across the locker room a few many, few too many times as Adams and Carr gazed into each other's eyes. You know, talking, talking routes, hot routes. I don't get it. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Matt Collins leading the way, seven for sixty-four. I, I don't know what's going on with Adams. I figured he probably left because he was just ill. If he's somehow out long term, I guess Hollins could be a buy option. But personally, ick, no thanks. Maybe I'm just sour because I started Derek Carr so many places this week. Um, I think that Josh Jacobs will definitely bounce back. He's been a top five running back so far this season. Uh, He would be a buy candidate post this game. But, man, I don't know who to trust for the Raiders going forward anymore other than Devonta Adams. You got Darren Waller who's been banged up. Hunter Renfro's not doing anything. Matt Collins is leading the team in receptions. Uh, Yeah, not happy with the Raiders right now. The trust level is super, super low. Uh, going over to the Saints was not a Taysom Hill week, but it was an Alvin Kamara week. The Eagles, if you want Alvin Kamara, it's going to cost you a lot more than one first-round pick now, pals. 18 <laughs> for 62 on the ground with a rushing touchdown. <laughs> nine for 96 and two receiving touchdowns. The world is right again. Alvin Kamara is back. Um, I was telling uh, Andrew before the show, started a lot of uh, Chris Olave today, someone that was really high on, kind of just so-so. If for some reason he's buyable in your league, if someone puts it out there that he's available, definitely a target that I want to ride out the end of the season with. Uh, Taysom Hill, though, he did still uh, rush the ball pr- uh, pretty well, ten for sixty-one. Um, uh, see someone that like in in a like in a ten-team league or like a twelve-team league with like a shorter bench that you're still going to be rostering going forward. Like he's he just you just have to hold him.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, yeah it, I mean, 10, 12, 14, d- doesn't matter. You, I, I feel like you really have to hold him, especially if you can play him at tight end on your platform. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I mean, de- definitely. I mean, you just never know one injury to Camara and he might become the Camara, right? Like, oh, so yeah. I, I, I would definitely just hang on to him for sure. Um, but, I mean, you kind of nailed everything here. I don't really have too much else to add. Raiders, you know, like you said, moving forward. Um, Josh Jacobs, obviously, you're you're going to play him. You're going to play mm-hmm. Devontae Adams if he's in there. But I definitely don't want to start Derek Carr. I mean, 101 yards and one interception, that is just god-awful. I mean, Marshawn Lattimore
0: took the week off. It was a vacation, practically. It was just...
1: Uh, yeah, like it this was a very good spot for Derek Carr to have a good day, and he just didn't. I, I just I, I can't make heads or tails of it to be completely honest. I mean, Derek Carr was very good last year, right? Like, what's the difference in the scenario this year as opposed to last year outside of the coaching staff? Like, it just it makes no sense. And so I'm not putting him on my roster think, at all.
0: You think Gruden will come back and be an OC? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> at this point, I'm ready for it. Like I was telling Rob before the show to, Mac Collins. Foster Morrow leading your team in receptions. It might as well be Jamal Agnew and Dan Arnold. We might as well be the Jaguars now. This is ridiculous. Come on, yeah. man.
1: Makes no Josh, sense. Absolutely Josh. Josh.
0: Josh. Do better. Come on, man. I yeah. just don't get it. Uh, next up, another very frustrating game, and I'll tell you why. Two words. Tyler Conklin, the Jets and the Patriots. How dare Tyler Conklin score two touchdowns after I dropped him two weeks ago? You son of a bitch. Six for 79, two receiving touchdowns. Garrett Wilson, six for 115. Elijah who? Elijah Pooh. Elijah Moore ain't doing nothing. Definitely has to be he's off your rosters. Oh, he's, he's not best. happy. He's he not best. happy. <laughs> he he could <can> be <clears throat> traded. That that would be someone that would be more likely to probably go to the Packers as like Romeo Dubes isn't like necessarily, you know, fulfilling our palette. Let's get another one of these guys. Let's get an Elijah Moore. Let's bring him in. He'll ruin. He'll really ruin Aaron Rodgers' day. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that swap would work out. But um, just just th-
1: on on that real quick though before we, before we fly by Elijah Moore, um, if he's out there, do you go to try to trade for him? Just no. hoping that that he gets no. traded to a good team.
0: I no? need to be. It needs to be a dynasty situation, and I need to be rebuilding. So if I if I can give up like a cheap pick for him, I would do it. Uh, but I, I don't think I would want to give up a draft pick for him right now, with him being on the Jets. You know, like if if I if someone if I have multiple second round picks for next season and I offered someone a second, I feel like I could be losing out on that on that offer.
1: What about redraft? Any interest in potentially trying to to get him? I mean, again, no, you're not. I mean, again, you
0: you need a you need a deep roster for that. Be, just because he's not, he's literally not doing anything. What if he doesn't get traded? You know, you know what I mean. Like what oh, what if he you does doesn't get moved? You only yeah, gotta, then. then like if you, you if
1: you're giving up nothing good like okay so let's say you have I mean I don't even know who to <laughs> who to put out there cuz he's so bad but like he's on some of my waiver wires I will probably try to pick him up this week see what happens Tuesday if he gets traded sure. cool if not off my team again most likely but
0: there you go yeah that that that's not a bad situation if you're if you're literally going to pick him up for the sake of just owning him for a day or two by all means, I I, I I don't hate it, but typically the way waivers work is you're not getting his ass until Wednesday or Thursday. So I don't know how that's going to work out. If that's anything, true. if anything, he'll get traded, and it could cause a flurry on the waiver wire on FOB spending this week. Like if he got traded to say I don't know the Packers or I don't know, give me another uh, pass uh, the Rams. I don't think the Rams would do that though. The Bill, no, the Bills wouldn't. No, the Giants giant need
1: a pass catcher. <laughs>
0: Do they? I will get to them soon, but man, <laughs> I mean, like, kinda. do they? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Darius Slayton, Wandell Robinson, whatever flavor of vanilla you want, they've got them all. Uh, um, No, with Elijah Moore, like, yeah, I mean, if you somehow could get them on your roster before waivers or before the trade deadline, <clears throat> sure, but probably not going to happen. Patriots
1: I, I... could use a pass catcher. I mean, Jacoby Myers and then Ramondre Stevenson. It's...
0: That's fine with me, brother. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Such... <laughs> Leave it just like that. (laughs) Like the Patriots for me today were fine. They were cool. I started a lot of Stevenson and a lot of Jacoby Myers and nobody else.
1: (laughs) Yes. hundred percent. I think that those are really the only two on this team that you really want
0: to start. I think, I think that Devontae Parker could have some weeks coming up. This wasn't going to be his week because he was getting all the sauce, all the sauce in New York. Um, and if you look at Devontae Parker's weeks prior uh, to this, he had at least, uh, was it 60 plus yards or a touchdown and three out of his last four games. Uh, I, I think that he could be, uh, I'm not saying viable, like, you know, like not someone that's going to boom for you, but if you're struggling to find a flex spot, I think Devontae Parker in some better matchups coming up, uh, will be a, a decent option, especially when they decide that it's uh Bailey Zappy season and not Mac Jones season anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I was not impressed. I was not impressed by Mac Jones today. Me I was either. not impressed by Mac Jones last week up against the Bears. I mean, like, I, Jacoby Myers went to bat for him and, you know, kind of, you know, sort of, kind of, a little bit through Bill under the bus and was just like, you know, how do you do that? Guy works so hard. One of the, one of the, you know, one of the more hardworking leaders on our team and you just throw him under the bus. And then literally like a day later, they're like, it's Mac season. It's it's good. it's just all Mac. I mean, he
1: threw a duck up into the air that just hung there. And I mean, the, the Jets were just waiting for it to fall in their lap. I mean, it's just very bad football by Mac Jones. And uh, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see what happens moving forward. But um, I, I mean, fantasy wise in, in this game, outside of what we just talked about, um, the Jets definitely showed that they need Brees Hall on, <laughs> to run um, the ball. I mean, I need, Hall,
0: I need I need <laughs> Brees Hall.
1: Yeah, it was not a good day on the ground for them. Uh, through the air, you know, like you said, Conklin, good day. Uh, Garrett Wilson, very good day. I know he didn't find Pater, but, I mean, 6 for 115, you'll take that all day and every take day on all, Sunday. Dude. So, um, yeah, outside of that, uh, Michael Carter seems to be the guy that they're going to have in for, pass. Uh, you know, passing downs. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, he went 4 for 35 through the air as well. So, Michael Carter is right. probably a startable option for you in a flex
0: potentially. Um, but uh, no, absolutely. He didn't have a good day on the ground, but he still had, uh, what was it for another four catches? Yep. So he, he went over 50 total yards. He had four catches. Like it wasn't a good matchup. There's better weeks ahead for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, actually I take that back. Ouch. The next, the next couple of weeks don't look great. Uh, Buffalo week nine by week 10, <laughs> new England again, week 11. Uh, but then, you know, some pretty nice matchups Chicago, Minnesota, uh buffalo but then detroit again jacksonville seattle to end the season those those are some good ways to close here and keep in mind that he's going to be the guy you know throughout the end of the season here i still believe that james con or james Conner, james robinson should be a buy low candidate and just his first game he went five for 17 had a seven seven yard seven long yard run Uh, but i think that you know this is really just the tip of the iceberg like they're going to get him touches this there was talks that he wouldn't even be active this week and then he comes out and gets you know five touches which i think is is about right right you know for a guy that you're just kind of feeling out like five touches for the backup in a game where you didn't run a lot period you know there's a reason why they went out and got him. they're going to give him the rock here in some upcoming weeks uh i don't know if i love those matchups though those are some tough matchups but um the jets they're five and three now so they're they're competing and they're you know, technically in a playoff race, so we'll see. We'll see what they do. I feel like they're going to try to reestablish the ground game. I like Carter or Robinson as buy low candidates, especially off of this performance. Uh, no interest in the quarterbacks going forward. You cannot buy Ramondre Stevenson for a reasonable price. Therefore, I say that he is not a buyable candidate, and he is not someone that I would sell right now. We made it. It's week. It's we're heading into week nine, and Damian Harris is spelling Ramondre Stevenson. We made it. We're here. Yep. Thank the God. ship has landed. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Anything else to touch on this game before we move on? Nope. All right. Next up we got the Steelers and the Eagles. Um, really great game, depending on which side you were on. Um if you were the Steelers uh or had their assets, really tough day. Um I will give a a, a nod to Najee Harris for at least getting me double digit fantasy points in this game. I have no idea how he did it. I, I have no idea. Eight for 32 on the ground. And a couple of and six catches led the team in catches. Have mercy! Didn't didn't realize that that point. Um, I I don't know what's what's gonna fix it for these guys. Chase Claypool threw a touchdown. Threw a
1: touchdown. That was interesting. That was a cool little play that they did.
0: (laughs) Yeah, neat, Andrew. It was neat. Yeah, great. It was Najee Harris was also one for one with four passing yards. Okay, like I, I am I crazy and I feel I. I'm think just thinking it, I feel I'm feeling crazy. Like I, I need to seek help. Is Mason Rudolph the answer? Oh God, no, no. I'm, no. I'm just, I'm just saying. I believe me. I am, I have the lowest of lowest regard for Mason Rudolph. Let's just get that straight. Like there's, there's, you know, that your top quarterbacks, the guys that have jobs in the NFL. You know, five feet of dog shit, Ben DeNucci and then Mason Rudolph. Okay.
1: (laughs) Ben DeNucci taking shrapnel. (laughs) Damn.
0: Sorry, (laughs) DeNucci, but that's, it's just the facts. Like, like those two are literally like my lowest graded anything ever. You know what I mean? Like, so, but what I'm, the only things that I'm thinking about is like, Deontay Johnson being relevant when Mason Rudolph has played you know the the tight end still being just as relevant as we've seen with Kenny Pickett to me right now it's let's just get Kenny ready for next season let's pack it in they're two and six it'll be the first season that Tomlin has under 500 most likely or do we bring in Mason and maybe we can get to eight and eight what do we think or 8-9 nah, or, or whatever. <laughs>
1: let, let Kenny take his lumps. I mean, he, he's going to have piss-poor games. I mean, My
0: just, fantasy team can't take the lumps, Andrew. Damn uh, it. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, okay. I completely agree. But, yeah, I just, <laughs> you got to let the kid in there. I mean, it just is what it is. Nah, and the Eagles I, I have a great you. defense, right? I mean, like, what was he supposed to do? I mean, the Eagles were all over them all day long. Like, it just was what it was. And right, this, you know, the, that's what happens. You know, right? You're going to have to take your lumps with you know with Firemouth with Claypool Johnson I mean it just is what it is. Oh you can't
0: I, start you you can't start Claypool.
1: No, uh, well, okay, the, you know like my wife's in a 16 team league for her school like there's mm-hmm. people starting these dudes like so Damn. I mean, you never know. You never know who, who's listening. My wife goes of, hard
0: in the work league.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's a teacher, so you know, there's a bunch of teachers, you know, in it that that want to do it. And and I'm in a, I'm in a couple of guillotine leagues that are 18 teams deep. Now, obviously, every week one it gets lost, so we're finally back to you know normal amount of teams in these things. But some people do start these people, and I just you know, moving forward, you obviously cannot. Like I mean, obviously now sure. you couldn't either, but. You just can't start these guys now on the Eagle side, completely opposite. <laughs> you know, this is, this is a fantasy bonanza of a team. I mean, good oh, yeah. AJ Brown has three touchdowns in the first half of this game.
0: I feel I, so I just, bad. Like, I single-handedly
1: hey, that's, that's, lost a league that... because the guy had the Brown and hurt stack just single-handedly lost it. I just, I couldn't do anything about it. I texted him like five minutes in, or uh, no, it was like halfway into the second quarter. I was like, Hey man, good game. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, are you not watching this like onslaught? that's going on i'm like you're you you just put up six touchdowns on me between two players just like that it was it was awesome to watch because like uh, you know brown and and hurts are are good friends you know they they Mm. go to or uh, hurts went to aj brown's daughter's um birthday you know they 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 went to disneyland together like they showed us before the season that they were going to be good together and it, it just it just shows like the first half of this game they exploded right like it. Fantastic. You obviously can't go and trade for either of these guys. There's not enough that you can give up to get either of these guys from the person who currently has them on the roster. But man, it's just it's awesome to watch those two. And and, and I hate to say it as a Washington fan. I hate to see the Eagles just dominating. But man, they are just awesome. Are you Um, a I want to ask you, you know, Sanders. Sell candidate for you? Do you feel like they're going to try to make a push for I'm Kareem Hunt or I'm any of the other? This
0: offense is no. I mean, no. I there's no way that they can afford Alvin Kamara now. Not no, no, after no. This week, not
1: Kamara, but Hunt or or somebody else that that's going oh, to be into Sanders workload a little bit. Is I wouldn't sell. For him? I wouldn't.
0: I would not sell him until they actually do something in that market. Uh, he's look at this offense. Like there's no way that you can get get off of him right now. There, you would need a really good haul. Um, I, I'm trying to think of like a good swap for him right now. Higgins. I'm a little concerned about Higgins.
1: Really? Even with Jamar Chase going
0: out. Well, yeah, but, uh, he, he just had issues of his own though. That's, that's the only thing that I'm worried about is if he, I'm just very scared about Joe Burrow. I've got a lot invested in him. So <laughs> overly paranoid. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just kind of waiting for it to all go wrong. Devontae um,
1: Adams. No, with Adams having, you know, down. weeks, I, no. I
0: don't know what's going on there, so I need more information. But that right as of right now, no, I'm still holding Devonte Adams. Let me pull up my rankings really quick just from uh, from this. I'm just weekend. curious
1: because I, I, I don't have Sanders on any of my teams. And I
0: I you had mentioned you had the Hurts the and Brown stack. I have a Hurts and Sanders stack, which I would yeah. not get off of. I would not sell either of those guys <sighs> so because of how good their rushing offense is. How many times they're in the red zone? I just I don't think it makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean I guess so. I I, I do worry that the the upside,
0: Tony um, Pollard, Damian Pierce. I take in maybe like any of those guys hmm. for him, just because I feel like Tony Pollard to write out the season could be the guy. But I feel like you're losing that. Like you need another piece in it. Like you could do Tony Pollard and a receiver for Sanders, you could do most certain a receiver for Sanders.
1: What about Sanders for Amron straight up?
0: That's a good swap. I do yeah. that. I do that. Um, would Just you curious. do would you do Miles Sanders for Leonard Fournette? I would do that one. I would I would want Sanders.
1: Um Yeah, I'd probably want Sanders. The Bucks are like one of the worst teams in the league at running the ball.
0: What about DeAndre Swift or Sanders? Who do you want to own? Who do you just want to own for the rest of the season? I don't, I, no one's going to do that swap. If, no one's going to do that trade.
1: If, if Swift's good to, like, if he's, if he's going to be fine, they're going to use him a little more. I'd, I'd rather take Swift,
0: to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, man, that Jamal, I uh, think Jamal Williams just scares me, man. Like, look at all that red zone usage. That's the only yeah. thing. Like, and I'm not saying, like, that's not a trade you can do. So, like, don't listeners, like, don't take that from me. Like, oh, he said you could do that trade. There's, there's no way, there's no way you can just pull that trade off. You would need more assets in the swap. Swift just carries just so much just huh, name value at this point. You know what I mean? Just because yeah. what he did the beginning of the season, what we've seen on the tape as a rookie, like he's just so much higher. He's a top ten running back any week that he's healthy in everybody's yeah. rankings. I'm kind of Sanders buy- is cracking the top twenty, but he's not a top ten guy.
1: Right, right, hundred percent. I'm I'm kind of buying into the narrative a little bit that um, as the year goes on, they're gonna try to pat Jalen Hurts' stats through the air, uh, try to get him the MVP. I I just worry that it's going to hinder Sanders a little bit moving forward.
0: Sounds Um, like a typical Philly thing to do.
1: uh, (laughs) uh, So, so, you know, just a a little concerned about that. Um, And uh, again, like if they do trade for Kareem Hunt or any of that nature, I would definitely go and sell Sanders all but immediately just because I do think if they're going and spending some draft capital to get uh, Kareem Hunt or or somebody who's, who's actually a good running back, I do think that they are going to absolutely use him and that's mm-hmm. going to cut into Sanders' work so just food for thought for people you know don't 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 go sell him but if they do trade him then the the, the selling option is is open for you i believe
0: I agree. I agree. Uh, just so that we don't get fired, let's make sure we hit a word uh, from the sponsors here. Uh, ready to ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. There's exclusive rewards right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During the WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. They have great promos. Odds and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to, ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet a 100, win a 100. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call one 800 522 4,700
1: YouTube sports gambling podcast is giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autographed Lawrence Taylor or autographed Brian Dawkins Jersey contest is completely free to enter. Just subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win. Turn your notifications on. So you don't miss sports gambling podcast contacting you when they pull the winner.
0: Oh my gosh. Absolutely. We are also giving away a free Debo Samuel jersey. So you can go ahead and like any of our videos on the uh, SGPN Fantasy Football page, comment on any video, and subscribe to our channel, and then just send screenshots of us, uh, of your work to, uh, or your completed tasks, I should say, to add (laughs) SGPN Fantasy on Twitter. But the DeAndre Swift jersey, Andrew, the guy didn't answer. Oh, my God. Yeah, the first poll didn't answer for like three or four days. He wouldn't answer. Sorry if you, yeah. Speaking of which, if you're the listener out there, listen. Sorry, pal, you, you won, but we had to pull a second guy because he wouldn't he wouldn't answer. So always got to look uh look up for those follow ups. Make sure you either won or lost. All right, next up we got the uh, Titans and the Texans. Eh, stinker. Uh, I know that we we're all hoping for fireworks from Malik Willis. Uh, more like sparklers if you could even you know, <sighs> if you could afford those with 55 yards. I'm not sure. Six for ten, 55 yards and an interception. Don't poo. Uh, Davis Mills, 17 for 29, 152. Touchdown and interception. Might as well have been dog poo. But Derrick Henry, 32, 219. Two tutties. Love it. Um, I don't know who to say is going to have a pulse as a receiver for the Titans going forward. I don't know if Tannehill will be back next week. It's really not a situation that you can buy into whatsoever in redraft. So, therefore, I say stay away. I hope, like DJ Moore, that Brandon Cooks is moved today, tomorrow, sometime before the deadline. Uh, pretty much all the teams that we have already mentioned. Uh, for most of the game, he just had one catch for like a couple yards in the fourth quarter and third end of third quarter. He did okay, was able to revive his fantasy value for four catches and seventy-three yards. There is not another viable pass catcher on the team. <clears throat> it's really not that much to take away from the from this game, other than really other than Derrick Henry between both of these teams. It's the only safe start. I mean, Brandon Cooks barely made it uh, alive.
1: I mean, Damian Pierce.
0: Oh yeah, like, yeah. My bad, my bad. Yeah. I forgot about Damian. He found it. He found the end zone to at the end of the game, kind of like a garbage time, yep. uh, touchdown. But yes, you're right. Yeah, I, I just completely overlooked his his name here on the list. Damian Pierce absolutely needs to be added. to That so, Derrick Henry, Damian Pierce, and only you know, the
1: running backs. Everybody else, stay away. <laughs> That's Brandon Cooks. You know I mean, he you folks, he, yeah, he yeah, can yeah.
0: have he can He's, have weeks, but it's oh so matchup oriented. Oh so matchup yeah. oriented.
1: 100% yeah this game sucked yeah this yeah, was yeah, yeah. You, you know was I mean, was and, and I guess we can't complain because we had so many Not games unless you to trade watch. for Derrick Henry and then oh my god I almost did so so I, I, I'm i in a league and I wanted Derrick Henry from this guy him or Kamara the guy is both right so he's mm, like I, I need nice. your one or two so I my, my one or two my two best players are Jamar Chase or Steph Diggs and I'm like I couldn't pull the trigger. On, mm-hmm. on giving one of them up and then of course like two days later jamar chase gets hurt and i'm just just sad
0: just, bro. just sad <laughs> bro so i told you earlier how i offered a haul of picks for patrick mahomes i did the same thing for jamar chase and the guy said no
1: i saw that i, I saw that you put that on twitter and it was like well thank god this thing go through oh yeah
0: dude <laughs> oh, i was man. i was so happy i was so happy because at first i was just like all right well, I, I mean i wouldn't want to lose jamar chase for just picks like <laughs> I, see I would, a I would want man cry yeah exactly exactly uh no more like you want to see a dead body boy (laughs) Bruni's upstairs he ain't waking he ain't woken up in four days
1: (laughs) oh my god yeah
0: but yeah this this game uh barn burner uh texans won five and one that was fun for a little while when we were you know considering them the uh the dark horse to win the division that was that was cute but you know Wake me up when uh, July uh, is over (laughs) or whatever July ends. Um, I mean, it was fun. But, yeah, RIP the Texans. First overall pick on the way. All right. Next up, we got uh, the Commandos.
1: Oh, let's go.
0: The Commandos. 17 to 16 victory over the Colts. I mean, don't get – I mean, Sam Ellinger, man. Taylor Heineke versus Sam Ellinger. I mean – I don't know what you expected.
1: Come on, man! That's this is fantastic. The legend of Heineke.
0: That's true. I I, I have <laughs> to I have to say I I have never ever said a bad word about Taylor Heineke. You just know what you just know what you're gonna get from him. He's gonna go out there. He's gonna put his balls on the table, and he's gonna pray that they don't get chopped off. That's pretty much it. Like he's he's just gonna let everything swing around, and he's gonna live and die with the consequences of it. I can't hate on that. I can't hate on that. Ever since yeah. he came into that uh, that game to fill in for uh, for Alex Smith up against Tampa Bay, damn, damn, some Taylor Heineke. Yeah. But again, he, it's still the uh, knowledge so so we got to all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, hey, you know what? Eat your heart out, Jim Mersey. Um, not that I'm a I'm a, I'm not a Dan guy by any means. I don't want anyone to to, to think I like yeah, Dan or right. whatsoever. But nonetheless, you know, you you kick Wentz out of town. Not that once played in this game, which I thought is just hilarious too, right? By the way, <laughs> like, right. the guy we get from the Colts doesn't even play. So, um, but yeah, man, I, Heineke, you know, you said it like he, he just puts his balls on the table. He, he, he goes up there. He puts his body on the line. He wants to make plays. He's a gunslinger. You know, he loved Brett Favre growing up, and that's kind of what he does, right? He just wants to sling the ball around at any time. He doesn't even care. He's like, oh, Terry's down there. Fuck it. Just chuck it up, right? Like, and that's what I actually like about him for Terry Mm -hmm. for fantasy relevance is that Carson once wasn't doing that, right? Like, he he was trying to be more methodical with the ball, didn't want to lose the game right away. Heineke's like, I'm here for a limited time. I'm not the guy with the future. It doesn't matter to me what's you know what's happening. Like I know I need to go out there and do my job and try to win games, and they don't expect him to be the guy moving forward. So yeah. I, I like that he is hyper vigilant of of terry you know he mm-hmm. understands that that is the best player on the team for for the washington uh, commanders and he, he wants to get him the ball so um you know six for 113 again terry almost had a touchdown down the one yard line at the i end thought they of were the going to give
0: him a look after that oh. too i figured, i was like let's go right back to him let's go right back to him no sorry
1: yeah i actually thought that they would put brian robinson in that situation to to get the touchdown but taylor heineke sneaks it in himself you know so good day for Taylor heineke I mean I, I oh yeah wife.
0: absolutely absolutely Superflex <laughs> leagues go buy that dude for show yeah
1: yeah like he's just he's just pulling it off um Antonio Gibson and Brian Robinson this is this is the discussion that we need to have for the commanders for fantasy relevances what why, the hell do so, we do well, let me let me
0: ask you let me ask you this is why does everyone think that Brian Robinson is like this savior he's not like Gibson has looked better and 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 mind you I don't watch like Commando the commandos beginning to end. You know, I catch them in the red zone. I see what I see. But when they played the Bears, I watched all of that game, you know, on Thursday night football a couple weeks back, and Gibson looks better. I don't get this. I don't understand why Brian Robinson is demanding so many touches.
1: I I think I, that you know two two things come to mind about that. One beginning of the year, uh they they told us all we want to use Antonio Gibson in space and we want to use Brian Robinson as the lead guy and around the goal line. So in in our minds, right, we think, okay, he's going to be the guy there getting the touchdowns because it's, it's rare that Washington scores long touchdowns, I, you know, unless it's mm-hmm. a bomb to Terry or something like that. They just or don't j- normally do Jay that. Jayon
0: so, or whatever. Um, Armani, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Rogers. Um, yeah. So it's just, so, you know, that that's the first thing that comes to mind. Second thing is this dude got shot, right? They, they can't in good faith, just go back now and be like, you know what, man, it's not working out. You're, you're not providing us what we thought we would get. What do you mean in you? good
0: faith? It's football. As Adam I, you're, you're would say, right. it's a meritocracy. If you're good, you play. <laughs> if you don't play good, you don't play. Like, I mean, what, come on. Like, it's football. Knowing,
1: knowing Rivera, he he's a he's a player's coach like he he's he's not going to want to do that, even though Antonio Gibson showing us on the field. He's definitely better. He's more explosive in space. I just don't think that Rivera wants to do that to Brian Robinson currently. So it's I think that what we're seeing now is going to continue with this shit, right? It's Brian I Robinson think. might get a touchdown here or there on the goal line. But outside of that, you're, you're really not going to get a whole lot from him.
0: I think Snyder is on his yacht in the middle of the Mediterranean on a cell phone with Ron Rivera saying, you better give this dude the ball because I need better PR. Like, I don't, I don't, where is, they're not married to Robinson. Yeah, you're right. He was shot. He was shot like freaking 50 cent. The the moment came and gone already. All right. Like, it's fine. Like, it it was a cool thing. Like when he came back, but it just doesn't look good. He doesn't yeah, you know what I mean? And he'll have this excuse built in. Like, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure if you're aware, but I was shot in my car. Like, yeah, we we get it, bud. But Robinson just or Robinson, um, Antonio Gibson just looks better, period. He looks more explosive. Yeah, I would want to give him the ball in space too because he's a faster runner. He finds the lanes, he's got better running vision. Like, I I do not get it. I don't understand. And this meanwhile, this whole time. This entire time between these two feuding, where the fuck is J.D. McKissick? What? what why are oh, we ruining J.D. McKissick for the sake of Brian Robinson? You paid him. You matched the deal. What is the point to not I, use him? I, I, it's, like, I, it's literally like they're trying I, to teach I, Dallas a lesson. They're like, guys, this is how you pay somebody and not use them. Okay? This is how you let players that don't make any money play. Start yep. Tony
1: Pollard. I, I did mention this, um, you know, when Brian Robinson was coming back, I said that I felt like they really wanted to turn Antonio Gibson into J.D. McKissick, and that's exactly what's happening, right? J.D. McKissick, what do you have? Yeah, two carries for six yards, three catches for 14. They, it's That's a they, big week
0: in comparison <laughs> to some.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like he is now the backup for Antonio Gibson, right? Like Gibson's kind of the McKissick guy now. And, sure. I mean, we saw this, what, last year and, and the year before that, when J.D. McKissick was catching the ball a lot. He was having fantastic fantasy games. This is exactly what we just saw from Antonio Gibson. So I feel like moving forward, Antonio Gibson's probably the guy that you want to start out of any of these guys. I hate to say that because Brian Robinson, again, is probably going to vulture some touchdowns around the goal line. Um, but I mean, just he's not getting the work and his yards for carry is not very good right now. So you cannot start Brian Robinson moving forward. Um, Antonio Gibson and Terry McCorn are probably the only ones you really want to start on this team um you know heineke like you said in super flex leagues but outside of that i i don't even really want to start curtis samuel unless you really have to honestly i I just definitely
0: trending down but he also had four carries this week um he 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 was used as a dual threat so he had he still came close to um was it 79 or 89 yards 79 total yards on seven touches still pretty good
1: yeah, it's it, it's fine. I just I wouldn't want to to have to start him. Um I, sure. I feel like there's probably better options out there for you to to start. Um but Heineke just doesn't have that connection with with Samuel like Wentz did. So Great.
0: Fantastic. I don't want Oh to... yeah.
1: <laughs> You're yeah, fine by me. I'm but... tired
0: of Curtis Samuel. It was mm-hmm. great for the first couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. Scary Terry. Uh trade candidate for you?
0: Bye bye bye. Yeah. Give While me Heineke give me, is... me.
1: While Heineke is in here, Terry McLaurin is going to be very fantasy relevant. Now, I do worry, obviously, Washington's winning games right now. But if they go on a streak of of losing games and they stick in how I, I am then very concerned at who to start fantasy wise here, because we have no idea what Hal's going to do. Um, not saying he's going to get in there, but I do feel like they're, they're going to want to give the rookie some, some reps if the team starts to lose games. So just, just keep an eye on that. If they start to lose, mm-hmm. if they lose like four games in a row here, um, which is definitely, <laughs> is definitely possible. Um, if that happens, you, you might see how come back in here. I don't think they want to start once anymore, to be honest, because of what they'd have to give up to the Colts because he hasn't hit that threshold yet for it to drop down, um, mm-hmm. you know, for the round, uh, that they give the pick for two. So so we'll see, but um, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm, I'm happy as a Commanders fan that they snuck out a W here today. Um, you know, with 20 seconds left. So, uh, Colts, Jonathan the Taylor, uh, what do we do with this guy?
0: <laughs> uh, in redraft, in, in redraft, I think you got to sell. I believe that the Colts will do what is necessary to bring in a quarterback next season. Um, someone that I would put into that criteria would be actually Taylor Heineke, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, potentially Mariota. Um, I, someone's going to come in there. Some, someone's going to fill the spot. And I think it's going to be better than Matt Ryan. I think it's going to be better than Carson Wentz. And you have seen some of those by low quarterback options play out. Geno Smith, Marcus Mariota. Um, right now, I, I don't know if you want to say that Taylor Heineke playing out, but you've seen guys that shouldn't play well, play well. You know, P.J. Walker wasn't so bad today. No one. What am I saying? Someone did start him against me, actually. What am I talking about? Um, It's not someone that you're going to rely on, but there are these opportunities for guys to just, you know, come back and make a splash. Jacoby Reset was, you know, fantasy reliable for a couple of weeks. I mean, it wasn't someone that you were trusting with a a ton of confidence, but he he, he was still there. So I think that the Colts will bounce back. Someone that I would look to buy in Dynasty if you are, you know, at the bottom of the league. If you see a top team that's willing to get off of him, um, for someone that, you know, is more damn it, Fonja Campbell's hurt. My God, I hate this week so much. I hate this week so much. Sorry. <laughs> I
1: was like, thank God I don't pay any IDPs.
0: Oh, oh, god. It, it, it can get so intense. It can get so intense. <laughs> um, no, with, with Jonathan Taylor, like I said, in, in redraft, yeah, definitely have to get off your roster if you can in dynasty. He's a buy. Just keep it simple. Uh, the receivers, I like what Paris Campbell's been doing. He didn't have the most amazing game today, um, but again, quarterback situation pretty iffy. Uh, I think he could be a, a nice buy option. Michael Pittman had a, a decent day. Sell, sell, yeah. sell, 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 sell. At least cool. in redraft, it's, it's kind of similar in um, in the same breath of Jonathan oh, no. Taylor. In in Dynasty, if your team is doing bad, definitely a target that you can buy low on, get you a nice fresh start for 2023. All right, next up here, we got two games left. We got the San Francisco 49ers up against the Rams. Uh, Traded this week Matthew Stafford, Hayden Hurst, and Zay Jones for Justin Fields. Matthew Stafford had a pretty good day today, but I definitely came out on top on that one feeling really good. Who is who is who is who the fuck who the fuck is this? Who is Ronnie Rivers? Who is you?
1: Oh, are you seeing the Allen interception? I did not. Oh, yeah, Josh Allen just threw a pick.
0: I did not. Who did that go to? Uh, I did not see. Is Romeo Dube's playing defense now? Has he gotten that bad?
1: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
0: um, now Stafford had had a nice little uh, had a nice little game. Uh, was somewhat fantasy relevant, um, but you know, I, I feel like the Rams kind of they feel kind of checked out. The Super Bowl hangover is lulling. Uh, let's see, Cooper Cup eight for seventy nine, just doing Cooper Cup things. Allen Robinson had a nice day, but that meant that Tyler Higbee could not have a nice day. Whoever this Ronnie Rivers dude is, uh, taking too many touches. I didn't see this game, so what do you got?
1: Uh, well, first we got to point out uh, CMC did something that most people can't. Uh, he caught a pass, he threw a touchdown, and he ran a touchdown in. It uh, was fantastic to watch. I had this on one of my one of my TVs down here, and uh, just just watch it. Like it, I wasn't watching it because focus was focused on the Commanders game, but I just kept hearing. Christian McCaffrey touchdown. I'm like, oh, he must have ran one in. I'm like, oh, no, he caught one. And then Christian, it just, it, it was insane. You know, what what Kyle Shanahan did to get this man um, was fantastic. I mean, he, he is lights out awesome on any team. Uh, CMC is just, just fantastic. I mean, he had 18 for 94 on the ground. He had eight for 55 through the air. And, and I mean, and then he throws a touchdown for, for, 34, for 34 yards. yards. It which is it only what, 21 yards less of Malik Willis? I mean, it's just.
0: It's crazy. crazy on the kid. <laughs> it's
1: For just crazy what, what he just did. <laughs> right. he, he put this team on his back and said, we're, we're beating the Rams. It, it just, yeah, awesome. I can't say enough enough good things about him. Uh, Kittle found Pater. Brandon Ayuk found Pater, which he was the recipient of the McCaffrey touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. So Niners today just rolled. Uh, Rams, you know, as, as you said it, they are, are definitely in a lull. I mean, from what I did catch of this game when the Rams were on offense, outside of Cooper Cup, you know, it's just – they look slow. They just, I look think, like I think Stafford
0: just- is hurt. I, I really think that he's playing through an injury. Um, it's been something that he's done multiple times in his career, which is why I think, as far as like games started versus games available, he's like literally like one of the best, like top three, top five in the league, like all time. Uh, I, I he's got to be dealing with something because th- this just isn't right.
1: No, yeah, they. They look slow. They look slow to process things out there. I'm not sure what's going on with them, um, but uh, a- another quick note. This is one of the only weeks Matthew Stafford hasn't thrown an interception.
0: Boo. <laughs> we want profit. Boo. That's right. Yeah. Where's the
1: money? Uh, yeah. Um, Outside of Cooper Cup, do you feel okay starting any of these guys moving forward? Robinson, Higby?
0: I mean, uh, Higby, Higby maybe, right? I mean, Higby, I think this was just a, a down week, uh, but Maribod's the issue okay. – but the issue with Higby is that Van Jefferson, I don't believe, played in this game. He'll most likely play in the next game, if not the game after that. That's the concerning part about Higby is because he had all of that volume. He had all of those targets. And now you're just going to continue to see the ball get spread around. Ben Skoranek is causing us issues in fantasy. I'm not saying to go pick him up. I Full disclosure, I do own him in a couple of spots in Dynasty just because Skoranek has looked like he's been on the same page with with Matthew Stafford at different points this season. Today he only had one catch for 10 yards. Um, but, dude, this Ronnie Rivers guy, he had four catches for 15 yards. I don't know what's going on. Uh, uh, Daryl Henderson didn't do anything. He went four for 16. And this Ronnie Rivers guy went eight for 21. Who the hell is shy Ronnie? I don't, I don't know who this is.
1: Does anybody trade for Cam Akers?
0: I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I don't. I think you're else. just doing the Rams a favor, and then no one wants to do them a favor right now. Like, you're going to give the Rams a draft pick. No one's trying to do that. They yep. screwed them. So they they gave away their future with all the picks that they've swapped over the past couple of seasons. Like, no one's going to do them a favor and be like, "Oh, that running back, you're not even dressing or activating." You want, yeah, sure, sixth, seventh round pick. I I think that's what that's his market right now is is, is uh, fifth round plus. I don't. Would you give up a fifth round pick for him if you were a team?
1: i'm not a cam Akers believer so no but i can see how somebody would do that potentially he he was a good running back um but i i mean i personally would not do that
0: (laughs) yeah i i wouldn't be interested in it if i was the ravens and like who else who else can you think of i guess there's a lot of teams i could think of that could need a running back but they seem like they really need one i wouldn't do it if i was them yeah
1: what do you think about um oh uh, is it Kieran or Kyron Williams, the uh mm. Rams running back that the, the rookie that's coming off of IR. I, I think honestly, if he's out I have there no in any idea. your leagues, I, I've I, I asked I you about him this
0: Ronnie Rivers guy like four times now, and I don't, I, no I can't get an answer out of you. Yeah, no, 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 exactly. Idea. No one no. knows who he is. Like, what am I going to say about Kyrie Williams? This guy he led the running back room. I don't even know who he is.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, no idea. I, I I don't know who Ronnie Rivers is. Um, I don't think he's going to be very. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I, Sorry, sorry, folks. Don't got it. An How do I, know gonna,
0: who do I know who's gonna carry the damn ball? I thought for sure it would have been Darrell Henderson show. Easy. Nope. Yeah. Shy Ronnie.
1: I do think it's gonna be Kyron Williams though when he comes back. Um, I Great. think him and yeah, cool. so if, if he's out there in, in any release, your guys, uh, go pick him up. He's still on the IR. So if he's out there, um, until they activate him, you can stick him in your IR slot. Uh, there you go. You know, that that is somebody that i have tried to pick up in every single league because pe- people forgot about him and he's coming back and they obviously hate K makers Daryl Henderson sucks i mean you know
0: it doesn't big hurt to have move. one on your roster yeah big Go. brain move for sure get him. uh i have him in a couple of spots in dynasty i took him like he fell down the board so far after the uh the combine i think i got him a couple of spots in like the 4th and 5th round in some rookie drafts all right, last up here we've got the Giants and the Seahawks. Uh oh. Giants took an L today, 6 and 2 now on the season. Seahawks, I mean they might win their division. 5 and 3 now on the year, 27 to 13 in this one. Geno Smith just continues to show up. Just like I, I believe he's the most accurate passer in the league this season as far as, like if you take into consideration attempts. Not really too much to take away from this game other than I don't trust any Giants receivers. I trust a lot. I trust a lot of Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Both of those guys were questionable coming into this week. Metcalf, I, you know, people are talking about him going to the IR. Yeah, he's fine. No big deal. Uh, Marquis, good one. This was fun for this week, but don't try it again next week. If you started him this week, four for 33, not terrible, not great, but I wouldn't test the waters again uh, beyond uh, week eight, because Lockett and Metcalf are only going to be healthier. The running backs are the running backs. You want every bit of Saquon. You want every bit of Kenny Walker. Uh, can you start Dan Jones going forward? Do you still feel comfortable with it? A lot of people are doing it. He he was listed as a top 10 quarterback this week.
1: I, I don't think so, personally. Um, I, I, I think I it's haven't, very I haven't, matchup dependent.
0: Yeah, I haven't been on the train, so.
1: No. Nope, I don't think so. You can start Saquon Barkley, though. Oh uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But, I would say so. You know, Dan Jones moving forward, no. I mean, it, very matchup based, and and honestly, this should have been a decent matchup for them. But mm. I, I, you know, they, they have Saquon Barkley, right? Like they they don't. I don't. I don't think that they want to throw away the game. So you know, there's really no point in doing that. And and look, they they fell behind this game, and, and look what they still did. They still gave it to Saquon, right? Like so, there's really not a good scenario for Dan Jones to to get in here and be a start. You know, be a fantasy starter.
0: Mm. Why did they not get Saquon the ball more in the passing game though? Like, they, I mean, I know they have some weeks, but, like, this is a game where you're trailing. Like, I, I I don't know why they don't pass to him more or set him up as a receiver, period.
1: I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I mean, it, it, it it's mind-boggling to me, too, because as a Penn State fan, like, I, I watched him mm-hmm. in college, fantastic, with the ball in his hands no matter what, right? Like, you – Right. And, and his rookie season, same thing. I mean, he caught – a, a shit ton of balls. Like I,
0: well, I that's, don't know that's, why that was always the that. thing when he came into the league was that no matter what, if he wasn't running the ball, well, they would pass him the ball a lot. And that hasn't necessarily been the case.
1: Yeah. Well, and they have no wide receivers. I mean, they have Darius Slayton and Wondell Robinson, but like those guys aren't barn burners, right? They're, <sighs> they're, they're not guys oh, that are This is awesome. This is oh Robinson's God, first him.
0: like bad game. Like the first <sighs> couple of games back, he was looking good. I was, I was very surprised with the amount of catches that Slayton had versus Wondell.
1: Yeah. So what uh, five for 66 Slayton, two for 15 Wandale again, though, like this is the scenario where you should be passing the ball to Barkley a whole lot. Right. Like let him let him make some moves on the defenders, you know, with the ball in his hand. So I don't know. I, 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 I would imagine moving forward that it has to be, you know, there has to be an uptick if they don't trade for a wide receiver. There has to be an uptick in Barkley's receiving game. Uh, at least a little bit, right? I mean, three for nine—that's mm. that's nothing to write home about. I, I would like to see him at least get fifty yards a game through the air. I mean, that doesn't seem unreasonable for him, especially with what the Giants are working with on offense.
0: This has got to be a team that buys a receiver. They're six and two. They they're in a they're in a good spot in the division. I feel like you know if you're if, if if there's a team that should be willing to give up that a pick, you know, it should definitely be the Giants. When's the? I mean, when was the last time they were in this type of position go, going into the uh, the midway point of the season? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like It's this. This is definitely they should be buyers in this in this market right now. They should definitely be buyers. The problem is that um, they have so much
1: money wrapped up in Galladay, and I mean, I think they have the most expensive wide receiver room in the NFL, and their wide receiver room is the worst nobody's there
0: just make money appear i don't know (laughs) call the rams yeah yeah, yeah,
1: the rams do it
0: (laughs) just make money appear it's the nfl like come on
1: it is crazy right like that they kenny galladay just
0: turn someone's contract into a signing bonus i don't know they'll figure it out like you know what i mean like it's a it the the salary cap is pretend in the nfl like you know what i mean like (laughs) figure it out you know what just go over the cap and pay some penalty you're new york you know
1: yeah um i want to ask you Lockett or Metcalf? are either one of them sell or buy candidates for you
0: i would i would want to hold I'd, I'd say so i guess buy but i don't know what i would i don't know what you would want to give up for them just because they are still both coming off of injuries they looked good this week Lockett dropped that damn touchdown in the end zone mm-hmm. Not making me would happy. you
1: would you trade Lockett for boyd yes yeah, see, that's where I'm at too with Lockett is like uh, that, that Boyd tier, right where I Boyd my rankings, that's where I want to be anywhere from there and up with, with Lockett, um, especially with the Chase being out, you know, like.
0: Right. So Boyd has that upswing, and yep. um, they're talking about Chase not even hitting the IR. So if you're only getting Boyd up for like three weeks, like even, even, t- uh, yeah, but Tyler, even
1: to this point, right. um, you know, he's still been awesome. You know, <laughs> I mean, he's had multiple hundred yard games. I mean, he's scoring touchdowns. Like he's you're talking about he's, Lockett, right? No, 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 I'm talking about Boyd. Boyd, to this point in the year, has already had multiple hundred yard games. He's he's had multiple touchdowns already this year, even with Chase on the field. He's he's been almost as efficient as all the other wide receivers on that team. And he's the third yeah, wide the receiver.
0: Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it here. Yeah, holding him.
1: Like he's he is very underrated. And um I, I just had a, a buddy just asked me, he he wanted to go get Boyd, and he's like, Who can I give up? The, the guy gave him Tyler Boyd for Brian Robinson. I mean, just smash play for him, right? Like it's just that's, it's crazy. Yeah. So like I'm thinking in my mind, all right, like maybe as a fantasy, you know, analyst, you know, as a guy who who does a whole lot of stuff for fantasy, I'm like all over Boyd. So I'm like, all right, like I can see what he's gonna be to this offense. But a lot of people are like, yeah, it's Tyler Boyd, you know, he's he's whatever in that offense, right? Like, so Ryan. we have to remember when we're trying to do trades with people, we have to think. Like, OK, these people may not know as much as we do with fantasy. Like, let, let, let's try to undercut them a little bit here and, and do some of that stuff. So just food mm-hmm. for thought for people. Tyler Boyd, I mean, e- even if you only get him for three to four weeks without Chase, that's still three or four really good weeks he's probably going to have. And then again, you know, as you just saw, he's he's been very good. So Tyler Boyd's definitely somebody I would go. Uh, I'd go try pick up. You know, I know he's not in this game, but um,
0: I'm I agree, think. though. Yeah, you've 100%. sold me.
1: Um, I don't really have anything else in this game, potentially. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't want to start Darius Slayton or Wandale. Do you? No, no.
0: no. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I felt good about Wandale coming into this week. But again, he he's a great playmaker. Like he is a guy that you can use with all that mischievous play calling, set him up with screens end around reverses. And he's got burners and he you can take him down the sidelines. You know, I just feel like they're not using these receivers t- you know, s- strategically. it's yep. the, the routes are the routes. The, whoever runs them, runs them. Like, there's no guy that they're targeting on any type of play. It's not like, you know, this one's drawn up for Slayton. This one's drawn up for Wandell, whatever. You know what I mean? And I just feel like they need to get a little bit more strategic with those ass- assets that they do have. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they ruined the Kadarius-Tony relationship. I don't know what happened there. But <sighs> if he was healthy, like if like if he's healthy and he was dogging the injury the entire time, I'm going to laugh my ass all the way to Kansas City. Because that, that just seems crazy to get rid of him and, you know, seeing how electric he was as an early playmaker um, when he was healthy it, uh, last season. Just I don't know how you let that guy off your roster for so cheap, no less.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what, the Giants could really use Evan Ingram right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good. You're not wrong. But it, him and Dan Jones there. They, I mean, come on. It wasn't it wasn't there. No,
1: nah, I mean, it, it wasn't. But,
0: you, you know, that, like, they that's need like, some help. That, that's a, just a toxic relationship. That's like your, your your high school ex, you know, that you just couldn't get off of, you know, shit like that. Yeah. Yep. Right. Oh, a couple of big catches for Tunyon here. Yeah. Tunyon getting, uh, Dubs just uh,
1: had a very good, nice catch. Uh, I think 30 something yards, I think.
0: Aaron Jones, big game, best game of the season, 143 rushing yards, three catches, nine reception yards. It's crazy. Imagine I sat that. Him. Imagine that. Come on. Why'd you do that? i
1: had other options. Okay, Raheem Moster, right. which obviously that's not working out currently, but I like the matchup better, right? Like,
0: sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah
1: okay, I know. Okay. Now, luckily, I'll, I'll win that, so I don't have to like cry myself to sleep tonight. But you know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean, yeah. right, I'm gonna be hugging my, I'm gonna be hugging Binky all the way to bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my wife, my wife is, is sick, so she's sleeping on the couch tonight. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she's sleeping on the couch. Yeah, that's, that's all right. not bad. <laughs> that, yeah. It's not a bad situation. <laughs> it's not bad. It's pretty, pretty good. <laughs> Teach us your ways. <laughs> What's that?
1: I said, teach us your ways. Yeah,
0: right? <laughs> no, it was her idea, not mine. I can't take oh, any credit. Yeah, she was just like, ah, oh, you know. Well, to be fair, she was waking me up like every other hour last night. So, All right, you got anything to uh, to close it down with?
1: Uh, no, nah, I don't think so, man. I think we hit it all. Um, yeah, no, cool. Good day of football. I was glad that there was – I would say 90% of, of the games were 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 good to watch. So yeah, I will ag- I, I like will
0: agree game. of that. I can yeah. that's something I can get behind. They were entertaining, but I was crying into my hands all day. So <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Cool. All right, cool. Yeah, take care, be well, be good everybody. Uh be, be sure to go to over comment to comment sport-
1: below. Comment below. That-
0: comment below. Yeah, win like the jersey. Button. Download. Yeah. Download.
1: Get your notifications Download. on. Download the episode do it right now.
0: All right, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, smash the fantasy tab. We've got everything that you need. We've got IDP, we've got Dynasty, we've got Snapshare articles. We're going to be having some uh, Battle Royale articles coming up for some DFS. And boy, do we got some DFS content. We've got DFS stacks, we've got flow charts, everything you need to make money and profit in fantasy football. Come ride with us. We will take care of you. Take care, be well, be good. And if you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you.